0800-104-106. What is going on, Common Room? Happy Friday. I hope you've had an awesome week so far. It's Ben Cullen here with this week's Sports Fix for you. Manchester City manager Pep Guardiola said his side were legends after they secured their fourth Premier League title in five seasons. City won the league by a point over challengers Liverpool with a stunning 3-2 comeback win against Aston Villa on the final day at Etihad Stadium. It is Guardiola's 11th trophy in six years since coming to England. We are legends. We will be remembered. This group of players are absolutely eternal in this club, said Guardiola. City were 2-0 down to Villa with 50 minutes left before their sensational comeback. Had they not won, Liverpool would have been crowned champions. Max Verstappen fought back from an early spin to win the Spanish Grand Prix. That was after title rival Charles Leclerc retired from a dominant lead. It was Verstappen's fourth victory in six races this year, helped by Red Bull imposing team orders on Sergio Perez. It gives him the championship lead for the first time in 2022 as he heads to Monaco this weekend with a six-point advantage over Leclerc. Mercedes's George Russell took a strong third after a long and valiant attempt to hold Verstappen at bay early in the race. And his teammate Lewis Hamilton fought back to fifth place following a first lap collision with Kevin Magnussen's Haas. That gave the seven-time champion a puncture and dropped him to the back of the field. Hamilton moved into fourth behind Russell after a move on Ferrari's Carlos Sainz with six laps to go. But Hamilton lost the position again after being told to slow down as he had a coolant issue and could not use the full throttle. American Justin Thomas staged a record equal in comeback to win the US PGA Championship at Southern Hills. Thomas trailed by seven at the start of the day but posted a three under 67 to set the clubhouse target at five under. Chile's Mito Pereira looks set to win a first major title but double bogeyed at the 18th after hitting his tee shot into a creek to finish at four under. Matt Fitzpatrick and Tommy Fleetwood ended three under. Northern Ireland's Rory McIlroy, who led the tournament after five under par on the opening day, closed with a 68 to finish eighth at two under in Oklahoma. Thomas was one over after six holes on Sunday, but he had four birdies in his final 10 holes to fire his way to the top of the leaderboard. We now welcome back Martin Muller to the show. He joins us via Zoom. Talk us through some of the, the weather you faced. Was it better, worse, pleasant, awful? Um, so they, they picked that time of the year because it tends to be favorable, as I mentioned, um, especially with the, with the wind. We actually had the opposite problem. We didn't really have big storms blowing us around. We just would, it was, it was still, and any, any speed through the water had to be sort of generated by you as oh. opposed to getting blown, blown along, which makes things very difficult because firstly, it's, you know, you got to work harder. And then secondly, it's, it's, it's a lot hotter. You know, you're not having the wind killing you down. So for the most part, that, that was the story of our race. And then I'd say sort of midway through, we hit this, this almost microclimate um, localized weather which slowed us down and lost we probably lost sort of 60 70 miles on the fleet oh which you know halfway through the race is just a bit demoralizing so um that that was a very tough part of the race yeah that leads me on to my next question about navigating how difficult was that and you know how how often do you change plans or course um, so we have had a weather router on, on land in the UK, Tom Foley. So he, he had done the race two, two years ago and he's ex, ex Navy guy. Um, he essentially set our course and would give us a bearing. So we'd, we'd get on a bearing and every, 
roughly every 12 hours we'd, we'd have a chat with him and he would he would sort of give us an update tell us where to go as you can imagine you, you know traversing such large parts of the ocean that you're not having to change very often you, no, you're of trying course. to stick, you're trying you're not, to stick to you're not stick going to at a course. super speed are you no no so um yeah, as I say, we headed very much south and then and then sort of straightened out as as time went on. On the navigation point, as a three man team, it was it was actually quite tough, just given that at times it's difficult to get the the rudder in the water if you, your boat's off balance. And oftentimes we were too nose heavy because you know you'd have two people rowing and then one person in the bow cabin, so you very nose heavy and then you, you're struggling to get the the rudder in the water. And, and it actually threw us off course quite often, which was quite painful because our, our off course alarm would just it's it's a horrible high-pitched noise that goes on and it would go on for sort of three four hours at a time oh, on some days <laughs> this is awful <laughs> oh my goodness so how how tough was it what what you know you, you've mentioned the sitting on the couch the hands you know was it was it the thought of just you just have to keep going what, what was so tough um I would say for myself personally was the, the sleep deprivation because we you're only sort of sleeping between three and four hours over a 24 hour period and and in those times you're never sleeping for longer than an hour so it's yeah. it's very very it's very very strange and very unlike anything you would have ever done so um i mean I've, a lot of people that have kids i don't have kids so it's probably quite similar to having kids <laughs> yeah, <laughs> except, rowing, except rowing in between your 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 wake-ups so i think it's very um, different to, to sitting in front of a laptop uh, at work versus rowing like you were even if you have kids yeah um but yes as i say very challenging very rewarding but um it's it's hard to it's it's not something you would you would call fun it was uh it was very challenging and very proud to have done it but it was yeah it was a it was it was hard to enjoy at times if i'm honest yeah do you think you do another challenge or was that enough? Uh, I mean, it's more than <laughs> more than so many people do. So you should be very proud. But I'm, I'm just curious if there's any sort of itch there. Um, I think if you, I think almost across the board, board, all three of us, if you'd asked us, you know, within a few weeks of arriving, would have said absolutely not. Um, now, yeah, I, I think there is a little bit of an itch. Yeah, itch I mean, especially up. raising so much money. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's sort of, I think a lot of the post-row stuff, you forget about the difficulties and you start thinking, you know, that was, that was quite an incredible thing that we did. Um, look, it would, it would be in a, it would be in a good few years time. No, nothing, Absolutely. Nothing soon, but yeah, I, I, I never say never. I'm sure no one's partner's pushing for it either. <laughs> Certainly not. What about uh, some of the highlights? Was there anything cool that happened you know, along the way? Did you get to see some awesome wildlife? Um, wildlife was fairly limited. The Atlantic's not sort of teeming with wildlife as, as many of the other oceans. Uh, there were there were a few instances where we had a lot of dolphins swimming around our boat, probably four or five times. Cool. Uh, unfortunately, did not see a whale. Saw a few. Um, I saw a tuna jump out of the water. Saw quite a lot of nice fish, but yeah, not a, not a huge amount of wildlife. Was there anything um, happened that perhaps you guys weren't expecting? Or um, something you felt that perhaps you didn't expect to feel? Uh, I would say, yes, I think on your second point, uh, we were sort of under the impression that things would get easier as the race went on. As in, you you know, you'd get into a routine, you'd, you'd, 
you know, your body would sort of adjust to it. And, and across the board, we all felt that it was actually the opposite. It got, it got tougher as time went on. Um, you know, you, you, you're not getting that sort of restorative sleep that, that you would ordinarily in life. So there's just this constant sort of degradation of your body. And that obviously then also plays into your mind and you sort of, you know, it's, it's healthy body, healthy mind. And in this case, unhealthy body, unhealthy mind. So sure. it's, yeah. And then, and then, you know, you, you're eating the same food, you, you're not, you, you, you're in the same sort of routine. So I, I think that was the biggest surprise for me was that it actually got harder as time went by. Yeah. As, it as started hard easier. and it got harder. Yeah, exactly. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, Martin, thank you for sharing everything. I, can't believe you, you went through it because you know I was I was part of the build up in in some ways and um, it was a long time coming and and you absolutely smashed it raised a huge amount of money so congratulations well done Martin um, I look forward to watching you lace your boots up again and yeah. we'll, we'll see how you go maybe in the national jersey yeah all times good <laughs> man thank you Martin cheers Benny Hong Kong are you ready this is the hottest ticket in the world right now. This tournament is a special one. It is one of a kind. That is the French Open at Roland Garros. It has already begun and the action is inspiring in both the male and female divisions. That is my hottest ticket in the world this week. Have a great weekend all and I'll see you for your sports fix next week.